What's going on, guys? It's Fancy Sox Change here, bringing you another episode of our Drafters Best Ball series. Today, we are actually attacking the fourth slot in this 10-team PPR Best Ball draft. So, if you guys haven't already, go go make sure you check it out. Every Tuesday, we're dropping these, and uh, we're dropping these on the Drafters platform. If you guys haven't already, make sure you go deposit on the Drafters website for the first uh, deposit that you do decide to put onto the site. They will match 50% match back if you use our code FSE. So deposit $10, you get $15 back, so on and so forth. Uh, I'll set you up and whenever we record these mock drafts, if you guys are in the Discord, we will be actually be posting the link in the Discord for you guys to join us as we are joined by Daddy Flex God in here, who's actually from the Discord. So we're excited to see uh, just in general how this draft's gonna go. But uh, before we do that, let's hit the intro. Okay, so we are actually three seconds away from picking again, attacking the fourth slot. And uh, as you guys know by now, I'm actually going to guys give you guys the table view. If you guys know by now, you know the main target for us in the in the fourth slot is whoever makes it out of that top four tier. The top four tier we're referring to is at the running back position, being Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, or Alvin Kamara. Probably going to be one of those last three. If uh, Christian McCaffrey ever fell to your fourth slot. Like you literally should just should be, <laughs> you you should be going to the lottery and making as many tickets as possible because that that you just hit the jackpot if that's the case. But we'll see. Uncle should be taking uh, Christian McCaffrey here, uh, unless there's any surprise, which I firmly doubt. But uh, yeah, it looks like he's taking a while to take probably the biggest lock at the number one spot in my opinion in fantasy football for the past at least ten years, maybe. I don't know. That's how good Christian McCaffrey was. If you guys haven't seen the ADP battles I did on him, well, let's just say 29.5 PPR points last uh, points per game last year, and the second most P, uh, PPR points of all time, trailing only that 06 Ladanian Tomlinson season. So he actually does take Christian McCaffrey. So I definitely agree with that pick. As we see Saquon and Barkley go uh, quickly after. So Steve is now on the clock, Ezekiel Elliott. So as I said, I'm going to be taking Alvin Kamara in this draft. Again, that top four is a firm tier in my opinion. Kamara, Zeke, uh, Barkley can really go any three ways in my opinion. Uh, Kamara, I mean, 81 receptions in the games he played last year. I believe he played 13 games. I mean, that's just insanity. He's giving you that PPR floor. You know for a fact when he's healthy, that high ankle sprain is not affecting him. He has been extremely efficient on the goal line as well i mean that's what you want especially a running back on what's figures to be a top five scoring offense in the saints so love locking up kamara there i have absolutely no worries on how the ankle is going to be going into the 2020 nfl season so uh again yeah i, I will be cutting between picks so i'm just going to talk so yeah if you guys are watching this, this is the first video you guys have seen of the channel just make sure you go comment down below what you think about the draft after you watch it make sure you like the video subscribe if you enjoy the content we come at you every single day with the quality content nothing's going to slow down going into the season but yeah we're definitely excited to bring these drafters videos to you guys especially because uh that little uh partnership we have with drafters we have a ton of videos with them at this current point so if you guys want to see how this mock draft ends up make sure you watch till the end of the video and our other mock drafts with them Make sure you watch, but uh, as we see, Daddy Flex got actually Jared from the Discord ends up going with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at the eight, and I I really like that pick because again, 
you met like the upside in that KC offense is going to be tremendous. I mean, he's going, he's a virtual lock for 10 plus touchdowns. He's going to have a good role in the receiving game. I mean, we saw when Damian Williams has been healthy, like he's, he's put up points and Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a top talent at the position. I mean, they use their first round pick on him for a reason. Like, it, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a Kareem Hunt type rookie season. Maybe not as much in the rushing game, but in terms of the receiving game, in terms of touchdowns, I mean, this guy has legitimate top four upside. So getting them there at the eight, I really like the pick there. As we saw, uh, Sanders, Adams, and Eckler finish off that little, uh, nine to 11 area. But I will see you guys back at the 17th overall pick and recap kind of what happened in the draft. So it shouldn't be too long. So it's a short time from that last intermission. We saw the last few picks go off the board. So again, after I went with Alvin Kamara, we saw Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders, and Devontae Adams finish the first round. Second round, we saw Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and Kenyon Drake go off the board before me. So now I'm on the clock here, and the big decision would come down to Aaron Jones versus Julio Jones, but there is absolutely no way I am passing on Julio Jones. He is he is my wide receiver three in PPR. This is a PPR format. He is firmly entrenched in that top four tier with Hill, Adams, and Thomas. Getting him here at the end of the second round, I love life. I mean, I am going to take Julio Jones here any day of the week. So let me lock him up, and maybe even Aaron Jones falls to me. I mean, a plethora of talent still available within these next seven picks. So. Uh, I'll, I'll probably be happy with whoever actually falls to me at that 24th selection, but I will see you guys when I am on the clock at 24, third round selection. So. so I'm about to be back on the clock here as we saw after my Julio Jones pick, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, George Kittle, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, and Nick Chubb all go off the board. So I'm actually looking at who's available here. And to be honest, I mean, I really wanted Aaron Jones or Nick Chubb, but that, that obviously kind of screwed me there. Uh, in a best spot, I wouldn't mind getting a Mike Evans, a DJ Moore, Allen Robinson here. Uh, looking at it, it's going to take a second and ultimately make my pick. So Galladay, Evans, Moore, Robinson would probably be my consideration at the wide receiver position. Um, you know what? gonna make my boy Mikey over there happy I'm actually gonna lock up his boy Alan Robinson here uh again PPR monster this guy's gonna get 160 targets he's gonna probably catch around 110 passes next year uh I am excited to see what Alan Robinson is able to build off so let me lock him up here pair him up with Julio Jones I really like the way my team's looking there Kamara Julio and Alan Robinson so we'll definitely see what happens I mean if if Jared ends up with a guy like DJ Moore following at the 28 he, his team's going to be looking really good right now as I mentioned daddy flex got his Jared in the discord so a little quick shout out if he's watching the video but definitely like how that team's looking I did I would have considered uh Kittle uh Kittle, Aaron Jones, or Nick Chubb there if they fell. But ultimately here, I just lock up A-Rob, and I'm happy. But uh, yeah, I will see you guys at that 37th overall selection in the fourth round. So, so yeah, to be, oh, sorry. <laughs> so we are about to be back on the clock here, a few picks away. As uh, after my A-Rob pick, Amari Cooper, Patrick Mahomes, Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, and Odell Beckham finish off the third round with Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Brown, Adam Thielen, and Chris Carson starting the fourth round. So as I mentioned, I mean... Jared himself locked up DJ Moore and Adam Thielen. I mean, I really like the way that team is actually looking right now. I said if he got DJ Moore 28, it'd be a steal. So 
a little shout out there again. Uh, really, really fine looking team there. But looking at my 37th pick, my main targets here are probably going to be Gordon or Fournette. Like if one of them fall. Uh, so hopefully one of them fall. If not, okay, well, one of them's guaranteed for me. I was going to say, if not, I would have really liked a uh, Ridley or a Woods, but I can get one of those guys in the fifth round. So I'm actually going to lock up Melvin Gordon here. I do think he's got tremendous upside this year. He is my RB13 currently ranked. So getting him here, locking him up as my RB2 after starting with Kamara, Julio, and Allen Robinson. I am perfectly fine with the start of this team, and I'm excited. So locking up Melvin Gordon, going to be six picks away from my fifth round selection. So I will see you guys back when that when I am back on the clock. So we're about to be back on the clock here. After I took Melvin Gordon, we saw James Conner, Mark Andrews, Leonard Fournette. Good value there at the end of the fourth round, to become completely honest. I know I've said that uh, I'm off of him. That's, but that's when he's going in the early third round. When you're getting him here at the fourth round, late fourth round as your fourth selected player, I'm fine with that. So uh, good value there. As we saw Gurley follow it up. Ugh, I'm, I'm not touching Gurley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm back on the clock here. And uh, Lord behold, my boy, Bobber Woods, Bobby Trees, Robbie doing his thing. The Rams receiver is back on the clock here for me. So I am going... Oh. Let me, I'm going to lock up Robert Woods here as my wide receiver three. I mean, this team looks fantastic. I really like it. Again, like I, I'll be fine at running back. I can lock up a couple guys like a, like a, a Swift if he falls, though I do think Jared's probably going to take him. I mean, there are a couple guys I am more than fine capable of making my RB3, maybe a Kareem Hunt uh, in that sixth round. So I love the way this team's looking. Three potential wide receiver ones. I mean, Let's get her going, but I will see you guys back at that sixth round selection. So peace out. So we are about to be back on the clock here after the Woods pick. We saw McLaurin, Lockett, Montgomery, Bell, Metcalf, and Prescott all go. And then uh, to start the sixth round, we saw Zach Ertz, David Johnson, uh, Darren Waller, DeAndre Swift, Devin Singletary, and Devontae Parker all go. So that DeAndre Swift pick really hurts me. I really wanted him, but... Is uh is Mark Ingram still available? Yeah, yeah. Mark Ingram in the sixth round is basically clockwork. His opening schedule is Chef's Kiss. So uh we're gonna we're gonna snag him here. I really like that. Uh lock him up in this best ball format. End of the sixth round as my RB three. He's got tremendous upside again. We've mentioned multiple times that opening schedule is going to be tremendous. If I can pull it up, is it gonna let me? Whatever. Uh, either way, I mean, just trust my word, that opening schedule is phenomenal. We've said it multiple times. We do think that Dobbins is ultimately going to have a slower start, uh, opening up and we could always just get Dobbins later on as well. And we locked and loaded basically a top 12 back weekly. So, uh, definitely like how this team's looking. Maybe even if we can get Dobbins way, uh, on the way back, or even if we get him the seventh round pick, like I'm fine doing that. So, uh, really like how this team's looking, um, yeah, I will see you guys back on that seventh round selection. So, so we are about to be back on the clock here in the seventh round. And uh, to be honest, after we saw Marquise Brown, Kyler Murray, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Uh, Hilton, and Raheem Mostert go off the board, there are uh, a couple of receivers I'm really intrigued by. I mean, you guys know how high I am on Michael Gallup. I mean, it's basically clockwork. Uh, I might mix it up, though, and take a Stefan Diggs share, but... Uh, Know what? what do I want to do? Do I want to take Stefan Diggs this time or do I want to just make a clockwork and take Gallup again? Uh, I think we have Gallup probably in like 80% ownership on these uh, uh, best ball teams. So I, I'm, I'm going to take Stefan Diggs this time. 
lock that up. I mean, getting him in the seventh round is a really good value for a wide receiver two, perennial wide receiver two type. So I'm fine with taking him there. And hopefully uh, we can see Dobbins maybe even make it back to me. If I can get like a Dobbins, Akers, Ronald Jones, one of those guys to fall to me in the eighth round, I am going to be uh, tremendously happy. But uh, knowing uh, knowing the boy Jared there, he's probably going to lock up one as we did see him take the boy Darren Waller after we actually made uh, Bush and I made the video on him when we we're talking about the AFC West. I mean, Darren Waller is going to be a fantastic tight end yet again. Getting him there, a uh, really good team. It looks like he's building for himself. I really like how it's looking. So uh, we'll see what's available there in the eighth round selection, but I will see you guys at 77. So uh, we're about to be back on the clock here. So after I took Stefan Diggs, we saw AJ Green, <clears throat> Kareem Hunt, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Michael Gallup, Evan Ingram go off the board to end the seventh round. As we see, Cam Akers, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks, and Jarvis Landry go off the board so far in the eighth, and Matt Ryan following that up close after. Oof, sorry. Uh, so we're back on the clock here. I was actually really looking at Landry if he fell. I was going to snag him there as my wide receiver four and feel comfortable. No, wide receiver five, excuse me. So uh, ultimately here, what I'm thinking is these next two picks – I'm going to snag Dobbins and Ronald Jones. So if I can do that, I'll be happy. Uh, so I'm going to go Dobbins here because I think Rojo is going to make it back to me. And uh, hopefully that happens. I will see you guys back at that ninth round pick if it happens. So. so we're about to be back on the clock here. So after the Dobbins selection, we saw Rojo go right after. Knew I should have just taken him, but played the played the game because I had Ingram. I'm like, you know, I locked down the top 15 back and then get Rojo later, but... Steve was too smart to let me have both of them. Otherwise, that just would have been stealing. As we saw, Julian Edelman, Debo. I like the Debo pick because I do like uh, his value right now. I mean, when he's healthy, he is a top 30 receiver. Getting him in here at the eighth round selection, I don't think he's going to miss too much time. So I really like that. Uh, Darius Geis, who uh, is not on a football team. Okay. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, we saw Christian Kirk and Deontay Johnson go off the board. So now I am back on the clock here. It's most likely going to be Hayden Hurst. Let me just do my due diligence and check the rest of the board. Uh, yeah, like I can get like one of, one of the receivers to fall to me next round, hopefully. Uh, Hayden Hurst is my top tight end, though. You know what, actually? Marvin Jones is a pretty clear break for me at receiver. So hopefully I can get Hayden Hurst on the way back. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to lock up Marvin Jones. Top 20 yearly. I mean, he is just phenomenal. Extremely underrated. So uh, let me get him here as my ninth round selection in a best ball. I really like that. So lock him up here. Marvin Jones, receiver from the Detroit Lions. So I will see you guys back at that 10th round, 97th overall pick. As we see Hayden Hurst really go off a pick after. Uh, good, good value there. Dang. So we are about to be back on the clock here. And uh, after we picked Marvin Jones, we saw Hayden Hurst, go, again, as I mentioned, go to the pick right after. Uh, Marlon Mack, Josh Allen, James White, Jordan Howard, Tyler Higbee, Tom Brady, Carson Wentz, Jamison Crowder, Hunter Henry, and Drew Brees all go off the board with uh, this guy having 20 seconds left to make his pick. So looking at the board here, uh, John Brown would be nice, but I already have uh, Stefan Diggs, so I kind of don't want to like tie them up together. I wouldn't mind taking C.D. Lamb in the best ball format. I do think he's going to have some absolute blow-up games. Um, ultimately, here, I could get McCole Hardman, Henry Ruggs later on. So, definitely like how that looks. Uh, ultimately, here, I am going to select C.D. Lamb. So, uh, yeah, you know, Adam here, 10th round. ton of upside weekly, so I'm definitely going to be happy with that pick. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys back at that 11th round selection. So.
piece. So I'm about to be back on the clock here as we saw Aaron Rodgers, Jerry Judy, Matt Breida, Darius Slayton, Tariq Cohen, and Mike Jasicki all go off the board. So I was holding my breath there once I saw Jasicki uh, like in that range. So I'm not going to take the chance in letting Jonu fall any further. I'm just going to select Jonu Smith. Be happy with that. I mean, he I have him ranked as a top 10 tight end, so this isn't a reach whatsoever to me. Lock him up. Number two weapon on the Tennessee Titans passing game. So I'm going to be definitely happy with that, especially with Corey Davis entering the pup list uh, right before this video is actually made. So uh, lock up Johnny. I'm more than fine taking him there. So I'm happy. Uh, I will see you guys back. So we are actually about to be back on the clock here. So after I took Gianu, we saw Carryon Johnson, Jared Cook, Jalen Rager, Alex Madison, Noah Fant, uh, John Brown, Keyshawn, jo uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, sorry, Matt Stafford, Mike Williams, Emmanuel Sanders, and Nicole Hardman all go off the board. So if he's available, I'm actually going to snag Antonio Gibson. Uh, I'm going to make that a little, a little, a little sneaky right there. Uh, and PPR, I mean, getting him in the 12th round, I do think that's a really good value for him. Uh, we've said multiple times in standard half PPR, especially like we like the workload that Peterson gives you. And I ultimately here, I'm going to be able to get Peterson later on as well, uh, seeing how this draft is going. But, uh, I mean, locking up Gibson in a full PPR, I really do think he's going to have a role right away in the passing game, especially considering the, uh, the fact that of the matter is outside of Terry McLaurin, there's no real established number two weapon in their passing game. So I do think he can get some usage out of the backfield. Uh, I, I'm fine with taking him here. If his ADP shoots up to like the seventh round, sixth round, which I do anticipate it happening considering how high Twitter is on him, I'm going to be off there. But take him here in the 12th round. I am ultimately more than fine with that. So lock him up. More than fine. Going to see him back at that 13th pick. So stay tuned. So we we're about uh, about to be back on the clock, sorry, after the Antonio Gibson selection. We saw Tevin Coleman, Latavius Murray, Anthony Miller, TJ Hawkinson, St Sterling Shepard, and Henry Ruggs all go off the board. So uh, I think I'll be good at running back for a while. I will end up needing to take like a Zach Moss or something due to the bye weeks I have accumulated here. Won't have an RB2 for week 8. So uh, worst case scenario, that's not a huge deal, but... Uh, ultimately here, looking at the receiving talent, uh, there are a couple options I do like, like Justin Jefferson, uh, Perriman, Pittman, uh, a couple guys I like, but let me just check the quarterback. So, ooh, uh, Daniel Jones and Joe Burrow are very, oh no, Cam, Cam Newton's my guy here. I didn't even notice him. Cam Newton, I have him as a top 12 ranked quarterback. Take him here, 13th round all day. I know the injury concerns. I get it, but man, he's got legitimate top six upside if he's able to play this year. In his career, he when he's been able to play a full 16 games, he's never finished below a top seven quarterback. Get him here. Clockwork. Let's do it. I will see you guys back at that 14th round selection. So peace out. So we are back on the clock here. So after my Newton pick, we saw Gronk, Michelle, Goddard, Tate, uh, Duke Johnson, Daniel Jones, uh, Robbie Anderson, Blake Jarwin, Ian Thomas, Zach Moss, Sammy Watkins, and Darrell Henderson all go off the board. So uh, I'm thinking of getting uh, Boston Scott here if he makes it around. Boston Scott or Chase Edmonds. Uh, oh, Chase Edmonds has the, round, or the week eight buy, so I'm going to go Scott. Uh, the next pick, but ultimately here I'm going to look at the receivers real quickly. I do like Deshaun Jackson here. In a best ball, I do think when he's healthy, he does have the opportunity to really be a usable uh, best ball receiver, especially, again, you don't have to predict injuries or weeks he misses in a best ball. So I'm going to lock up D-Jax. You know what? Round 14, give me that all day. Upside week. He is the upside any week to potentially finish as the wide receiver one on the week. So I'm fine with getting him here as my what, wide receiver six. One, two, three, four, five. 
like seven or eight. Oh my gosh, my receivers are stacked, but I will see you guys next pick. But we are back on the clock here. So after the Sean Jackson pick, we saw Big Ben, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, Preston Williams, Boston Scott, uh, and Tony Pollard go all go off the board. So that Boston Scott pick does hurt. Uh, let me just see if there's anything I want to do here. Uh, like I, I, I want to take Edmonds, but I need somebody for that bye week. So that's going to be tough. Uh, could get like a Naeem Hines later. AP is going to be going super late. And I mean, that's a steal, but ultimately here, let me see if there's a tight end too. I like, I do like, you know what? I mean, I know I always diss on Jack Doyle, but man, like getting him here around 15 tight end two, uh, in a best ball format. I do really like that. So. I'm going to lock him up. He should uh, be a, a decent target in that offense. So lock him up. I'm really happy with that. And I will see you guys back at that 16th round, 157th selection. So we're, we are about to be back on the clock here after the Jack Doyle selection. As we see Alshon Jeffrey, DeAndre Washington, Curtis Samuel, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Freeman, Chase Edmonds, uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Irv Smith Jr., and uh, Michael Pittman all go off the board. So looking at running back, I mean... <laughs> I need a guy who's obviously not got a week eight bye, but the best ones left in AP and McFarland, in my opinion, both do. I could go with Naheem Hines, but I mean, like, whatever. I mean, I I like Jarek McKinnon honestly, like later on, so I might just like punt it and wait for that. But look at receivers. There's so much receiving talent still left. So a couple quarterbacks like a Gardner Minshew that I really like here. So you know what? I'm gonna lock up Rashad Perriman. And uh, I'll be super happy with that selection. And I will see who makes it back at that 17th round pick. So see you guys there. So we're about to be back on the clock here. As we saw Chris Herndon, Brandon Ayuk, Gardner Minshew, my boy. That one hurt. Uh, <laughs> Alan Lazard and Kirk Cousins go off the board. And we're about to be back on the clock after uh, the 163rd selection is made. So uh, looking at quarterback now that uh, my guy kind of just went off the board. Best options would be probably Jimmy G. Uh, Lock, Carr, could just get a Fitzpatrick later. A couple options that I don't mind here, but looking at running back, I'm actually just going to take AP because, I mean, I I think that's a good value here, especially in the 17th round for a guy who's probably going to lead his backfield in touches. Uh, I'm all for that, so I'm going to lock up AP. Uh, I will see you guys back at that 18th round selection and probably take my uh, two uh, another quarterback by then, but we'll see what happens. So see you there. So we are about to be back on the clock here. So after the Adrian Peterson selection, we saw Antonio Brown, uh, Dwayne, not Dwayne Harris. Oh my God, Damian Harris, uh, jo John Ross, Paris Campbell, Darrington Evans, Jamal Williams, Hunter Renfro, O.J. Howard, Anthony McFarland, Dawson Knox, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jameis Winston all go off the board. <laughs> Looking at quarterback. Uh, I don't mind Locke. I don't mind Carr. I'd take one of those two. Probably whoever falls at my next selection. Let me just see if there's any talent at the receiver position, which I do like Randall Cobb, to be quite honest. Like, there's a lot of options. I could... You know what? Eric Ebron, at this point in the draft, another tight end. I like it. Let me lock it up. Can have upside weeks with that Pittsburgh offense, which I figure should be really good this year with Big Ben back. You guys know how high we are on the uh, Pittsburgh offense really regaining their form with Big Ben. So I'm going to lock that up and uh, quarterback, hopefully one of the uh, Locke, Rivers, Darnold, Carr, one of those guys probably falls. Um, I'm fine with it. I mean, 20. Uh, it's going to be the 19th round by then. And uh, yeah, let's just finish up this draft strong. So I'll see you guys there. We are back on the clock, and as I mentioned, I'm just going to lock up a quarterback. And you know what? I mean, 
it's going to be Derek Carr. I'm just going to lock up Derek Carr. Happy with that. 19th round. I mean, whatever. <laughs> one, one pick left after this, so I'll see you at pick 197. And after that, we'll do a little update on the team. Back on the clock. Final selection. Hallelujah. Uh, after we picked Derek Carr, we saw Justin Jackson, Gerald Everett, Philip Rivers. Jarek McKinnon was going to be my pick. Great value there. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Gandy, Golden, Naheem Hines, Kenny Stills, Lynn Bowden. Sam Darnold, Josh Kelly, Corey Davis, and Royce Freeman all go off the board. So I'm going to lock up one other running back just uh, just so I have someone who can play uh, that week that I need him. And you know what? I mean, I could do Hyde. I could do Thompson. One of those two. Uh, could do Geo as well. Can take a second. You know what? That's week eight. I'm going to take Tom. Uh, I'm going to take Geo because uh, Thompson might be hurt by then and fucking Hyde. Uh, Penny might be back by then, so I'll lock up Geo. So I'm happy with that. Uh, so I will see you guys at the end of the draft, and you guys will see the final product. But uh, before then, you know what? This is the last time you're going to hear me before the end of the video. So if you guys have made it this far, make sure you go like, comment down below how you thought my roster is. I'm going to show the roster on the screen. Sorry, excuse my voice. <clears throat> Gonna show the roster on the screen. Let me know what you guys think about it, what you like, what you dislike, everything like that, how you would have constructed it differently, everything like that. As I notice right now, I have two freaking quarterbacks with a week six bye. Ah, okay. Well, whatever. Uh, you guys can definitely roast me on that because I'm a kind of a dummy on that part. But anyways, make sure you go down below and let me know how I did. Uh, and if you made it this far, make sure you go hit that subscribe button if you're enjoying the content. But until next time, peace out, y'all. Love y'all. See ya.